And whose side are you on? Starboard side. You're on the starboard side. Watch starboard. Hello, my fellow Floridians. Welcome to the starboard side. Good morning. It is Friday, so congratulations on making it through your week. Hope you have fun plans set up for the weekend. Somewhere to watch the lightning game. Uh, by the way, we've been growing like crazy this week, so if you're listening to this show for the first time, uh, welcome aboard. I am Jake. I'm the host of this show. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I guess we'll jump right in today, uh, and I wanted to start with this big story that broke yesterday uh, where House Democrats released uh, a, a huge series of images and memes and ads that the supposed Russian meddlers placed on Facebook to uh, quote-unquote interfere with the election. And specifically, the article that I was reading yesterday for the Tampa Bay Times uh, was trying to detail how these guys were targeting uh, Florida and other states, but uh, Florida specifically. And it seems like these guys uh, were trying to hit some sort of racial buttons, especially here in Florida. Uh, they were posting stuff about Trayvon Martin, uh, some something about uh, Black Jesus. Uh, and another thing, uh, in Tampa specifically, they had what was supposedly a, a meeting, a self-defense meeting called Black Fist which I guess was intended to scare white people into thinking there was going to be, I don't know, some sort of black African-American ninja force coming out. I don't know. The whole thing is very bizarre. But is this really what they're talking about when they're, when they're talking about Russian interference with the 2016 election? I mean, is this what they're really talking about? I mean, we've been told now for, for what, almost two years at this point that, that the Russians, uh, well, first of all, that, that Donald Trump and the Russians colluded to interfere with the election, and, and then the fact that the Russians stole it from uh, from Hillary Clinton. Via what? Is this what they're talking Via memes? Because that's what we're seeing here. We're, we're, we're seeing a collection of, of ads that supposedly skewed uh, enough people uh, for Donald Trump to take the election. This, my friends, is proof positive of what the Democrats think of the vast majority of Americans. They think that we are this stupid. Now, don't get me wrong, okay? I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying that it should be encouraged for foreign governments to be, you know, monkeying around with, with our elections. But if that monkeying around is just sending information over Facebook, I, I mean, what is, what is the big deal? But no, you see, the, the liberal intelligentsia, uh, the, the elites who sit in their ivory towers looking down, telling us exactly how the world works, they think that we are so stupid that, that those little uh, bits of information, those ads, those memes can shift our opinions, can have such a huge influence as to change who we vote for. I mean, let's just accept for a second that, that maybe Americans are stupid, right? Which I don't believe at all. But let's go ahead and run with that. At the very least, even if we're stupid, we are extremely passionate when it comes to politics. E even non-political people, when it gets close to election time, you know, that, that engine starts revving. And in general, we are very uh, steadfast and firm in our beliefs. And it, it takes, I mean, decades for people... You know, most people end up being conservative towards the end of their life. But, but again, that takes decades for a lot of people for them to make that switch. So to assume that, that random Russian ads on Facebook uh, are, are going to change people's opinion, I, I think, is, is asinine. 
And furthermore, the real scary thing here that we're talking about is the, is the idea that now, because of this, because of, of these ads that the Russians were running, that we need to change the way we receive our information. That these beautiful systems that capitalism has brought to us, uh, that technology is now fostering this, this you know, incredibly fast, incredibly efficient way of delivering information, that now those things need to be changed. They need to be stopped. Because we can't let this, this bad information you know, affect the public opinion. That is absolutely insane. Bad information. Uh, do you know how you fight fake news? Do you, do you know how you fight bad information? It's not by trying to, to block it out. It's not by trying to filter it from people's sight. It's by adding good information. Good, fact-based information. And, and thorough discussion about those facts is what's really going to... It, well, it's the right way to handle this sort of thing. Let people take those facts and digest them and then arrive at their own opinions. Don't tell them what they can and cannot see. I mean, this is crazy. Let me tell you this. You know, the show, and specifically the our Facebook page, has been growing quite a bit this week, which is fantastic. And a good amount of that is organic, right? But also, we've begun, myself and my partner DJ, we've begun placing ads on Facebook. And this, it's just a way for us to, you know, if we share a news article or if we share an episode of this podcast, uh, as it stands right now, only people who, who like the page, who like the Facebook page, facebook.com slash the starboard side, uh, only they are going to see that. And so by advertising, we're able to put it in front of people's faces who, you know, like the friends that you haven't told about, you know, you, you haven't shared this show with them yet. Well, those people are able to see this show via Facebook ads. But because of the new policies they're putting into place to, to quote-unquote, fight fake news, we're going to have to go through a whole process just to even be eligible to do that for certain of our, quote-unquote, political uh, posts. So get this, and, and please, before you tell me that I'm, I'm trying to sound whiny, that, that's not necessarily what I'm doing here. I'm just trying to illustrate uh, what, how Facebook is trying to shape the information you receive. Uh, so in order to get this process started... DJ and I are going to have to send pictures of our ID to Facebook, uh, which they will then confirm the information on and the address, and physically mail, snail mail, a confirmation code, which we will then have to enter via desktop. It can't be done on the mobile. Uh, and then at that point, we can be eligible to even post some of these uh, you know, political ads. Of course, uh, that's no... you know indication of of what they will and will not censor once we get that that authorization but uh, i mean it's great you have to have essentially a license now to post political stuff on facebook this is a, a false flag this is a scapegoat scenario these these russian meddlers this is just a way for them to clamp down and by they i mean a lot of people involved in this but but the political machine of this country is using this as an excuse to clamp down on what you can and cannot see, and we cannot let that stand. Now, Facebook is a, is a private, end, you know, private business. They can do what they want to do, but we need to seek forums and platforms and, and ways to talk to each other that are uncensored, that are unencumbered, uh, you, you know, by influencers at the top, be they Russian or uh, you know from Washington D.C. And I think the best way to go about that 
is to start in your own neighborhoods, to start with people that you could physically reach out and touch and go to a meeting, you know, go, go to some kind of gathering place with like-minded folk and, and spread your information that way. I, I think that's, at the very least, a good start. So, uh, anyway, moving on from that, a uh, another interesting story I saw from the Tampa Bay Times. Uh, apparently, they conducted what they're calling an insider poll, uh, a poll of, of certain a collection of political experts. Um, and about two months ago or so, uh, when asked, these guys agreed that Bill Nelson was going to beat uh, Rick Scott for their Senate race um, sixty by 60%. Bill Nelson was going to receive 60% of the vote. Since those two months have passed, they they did that poll again recently, and yesterday uh, yesterday they revealed that that has now flipped entirely, and Rick Scott is now expected, at least by these people, uh, to receive sixty percent of the vote. So that's incredible news right there. Um, I, I think that would be absolutely fantastic. Although uh, I'll caution you guys, in order to make that happen, we still need to actually get out and vote. Right? Don't don't hear that and think that we can be complacent and not get out there. Um, if we can remove Bill Nelson, I think that would be a great, uh, you know, another rock to pile on that's going to to stop this supposed blue wave, uh, which I think is mythical to begin with. But but still, I think this is a great opportunity to to get another, um, you know, big R in the Senate, which is good stuff. By the way, one more uh, one more thing to get to before we get out of here. Today is Tampa Mayor Bob Buckhorn's, uh, it could be his last State of the City address. Uh, so make sure you check that out. That should be some inf- uh, interesting information, and I'm sure we'll discuss that on Monday. Uh, but I think that's going to air at uh, 10 o'clock, if I'm not mistaken. Either way, we'll share it when it comes up on our social media. So check that out uh, on Twitter, at Starboard, double underscore side, Facebook.com slash the Starboard side, uh, and of course, the Starboard side.com. Thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, I hope you guys come back on Monday. Uh, have a great weekend. By the way, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I uh, hope the kids take care of you right and do everything they need to do. Uh, thanks again for listening, guys. I've been Jake. This is The Starboard Side. Thank <laughs> you.